Hello and welcome to Going Blind Socks. I am your host, Destiny Diodato, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Joy Masters. Hello. How are you? I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> sorry. I was resoundingly confident. <laughs> I'm. How are you? I'm in existence. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm very happy about that part. Please oh. don't stop existing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is like my number one focus. <laughs> good. Is existing. That's a good plan. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like everything else kind of relies pretty heavily on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the stuff that you have to do. Yeah. 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 Not everything <laughs> in the world, but my... I, I will still have to do something if you stop existing. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's a fun way to start. <laughs> <Wee>. uh, uh, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, uh, got a couple of different topics we're going to talk about today. Okay. Um, and uh, one of them, we'll start on a more sort of lighthearted, if you will, note. Um, uh, with something that we call sneaking. <laughs> Right. Uh, which is the word sneaky, followed by I-N-G. So sneaky-ing. Sneaky-ing. It's, uh, a, it's a verb. Yeah. You can sneaky or you can you can be sneaky-ing. Right. I guess you just sneaky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we normally abbreviate it to just say you sneaky that. Uh, <laughs> and we are referring to. Yeah. And what we're referring to is, um, is me losing something that uh, I am the last one who has previously touched and have not moved uh, most commonly it is referred to with the remote, Yes. Uh, where I will change the channel, put the remote down, and then it will be magically gone. <laughs> <laughs> Disappeared. A few minutes later. Into the void. Yeah. Um, and I will look everywhere for it, and it will be completely gone. And then you yell at me. Right. And then what, do you yell- do with the, what do you do with the remote? It's like, you switch the channel <laughs> Right. This time. Right. Um, to which then I say, well, you sneakied it, meaning that she came over and moved it, um, yeah. uh, moved it away uh, without telling me, which... Uh, I argue is what happened every time. It's not. Uh, 99% of the time is not the case. It's you sneaking yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just kind of talking like, I just wanted to make sure that there are folks out there who are listening that are kind of, I'm sure you all understand that concept, but maybe give it a word for you to say right. that the person sneaked it. Because for me, like, Joy has pretty much will never admit that she sneaked something. Because um, I've, I've never done that to you. Right. Um, she says that. <laughs> But what she doesn't realize is how important it is for me to believe that she totally did do that. <laughs> and it's not you that's losing it. Right. Because otherwise, because like, how could I lose a remote control that I literally put there four minutes ago? And you didn't move. And I didn't move. And, and it, it didn't move. It didn't move. So the only possible excuse is that you, to mess with my brain, reached over you, reached over me without me seeing it. <laughs> or feeling me. Yeah. Took and it. moved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to assume that it was you the whole time. Well, at least it gave us a, a name for our improv group. Yes. We, um, yeah, when we formed an improv group, uh, with two other of our friends, uh, Julie and James, um, we needed a name of it and, uh, sneaky seemed like, <laughs> uh, an appropriate <laughs> name, uh, because everything is, uh, I always argue that everything has gotten much sneakier over time. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause, um, cause more things hide. Yep. More regular. There are basis. more. Yeah, there's less that you see. So yeah, makes sense. Um, and I like. I'm trying to figure out a better way uh, to uh, to make things less sneaky because I realize that like I kind of partially do it to myself because we have a purple couch and I have a black cell phone and like it's a dark purple couch. Yeah, dark purple couch uh, and a black cell phone and like the remote uh, if it's upside down is dark gray and just about like everything that we possess 
is dark. Is dark. <laughs> on I think we dark need to surfaces. get that, that bright reflective tape and wrap it around things. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm torn because like it look things that are like in that black color scheme tend to look classier or tend to look, you know, uh, better versus like, I'm going to make everything bright orange. Like, you know, yeah, using you, like... But one might ask, how do you know it looks classy if you can't see it at yeah, all? Yeah, but I can see it when I'm looking at it. I'm not totally blind. <laughs> so like... Uh, the the concept of making everything like traffic cone colored, uh, like you know what I mean? I do. I get it. Well, like, we could do different colors. Like a, yeah, a you still want to be yellow. like you want to be like the hip dude. Sure, you know, of course, of course, like, in your living room by yourself, you definitely no. Be but the hip with dude. my cell phone, like <laughs> I could get a bright pink uh, cell phone case. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I'm not like 14 year old girl who right. you know um, or boy. Colors don't need to be specific. No. In fact, they weren't for a long time. Yeah. If you watch Adam Ruins Everything, it's a show that ruins everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm digressing a lot. That's why I'm not supposed to talk. No, you're supposed to talk. It's I totally. I led, I led you there. Okay. I brought it up. Uh, so anyway. Uh, well, so so you're, you're choosing between um, aesthetics. Yeah, and aesthetics and convenience. And convenience, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, um, and so far... Uh, aesthetics like, is winning even though... Convenience is becoming less so. Yes. If that makes sense. It, 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 yes. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm pretty confident I'm going to need to get closer to, to that. Now, I think part of the problem is that, like, I'm still... It, it's easier to lose things that are kind of, like, on top of you mm-hmm. because you're less likely to see those things that are kind of on top of you. Right. Uh, versus, like, I never lose the TV because it's totally... Hey, it's in well, the same it's place. huge. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't move. Yeah. And it makes noise, so you have that going for you as well. Yeah. Maybe so, we can get little oh. sounding things, like little noisemaker-y things to put mm-hmm. on stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know. Speaking of cool things that we got, we got um, an Amazon Echo. This doesn't have anything specifically to do with the podcast other than get one because they're super cool and they talk to you. But I'm wondering because, oh, so so this is this Echo, you, you can either call it Amazon or Alexa. Sort of like, it's sort of like Siri for your apartment in a way. And um, so you go, Alexa, and then you ask it a question and it answers you. But it can also turn things on. You've got one of those little remote sort of things for the light above you. Yeah. In your sneaky area of the couch. <laughs> yes. Your sneak, sneakifying, sneakified area. Uh, whatever. Yeah. The place where you sit. Sneaky area. Every, your sneaky area. Everywhere you lose stuff. And so you can say, Alexa, turn on the overhead light. I wonder if you could get like a little homing thing for the remotes and say, Alexa, find remote and it like mm-hmm. does a little beep thing or something well you can do it uh if you've lost your cell phone actually oh good you okay can that tell, helps yeah you can tell it um alexa call my phone and it'll call the phone and you'll see it vibrate there you go so this is really good then yeah this isn't a tangent this is something that's helpful for the right. um, sneaky areas yes um so that's another thing i guess i would encourage people to kind of check out at home is get that and hook a bunch of your lights up to it because you can hook them up either to like a plug or you can actually get like uh things to replace um, lights. So if you're like, hey, I keep trying to go into this room, but it's dark and I don't, I can't find the light switch or whatever. Um, it's a good thing to kind of have with you. You can say, Alexa, turn on the dining room light. Yeah. Or whatever. And it totally okay. super well. That's cool. Um, and it's a buddy and it tells you what the weather is and what time it is and, and all she, that kind of stuff. And like she's that. very polite. She's really nice. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. And they're working on making it so that uh, it can control the television as well. That makes sense because uh, it's kind of a similar thing like a you mean to like turn channels and yeah. play your DVR list and stuff? Yeah, apparently there's a um, a Kickstarter project called Anymote, um, which uh, is 
It works with your cell phone, but it can also work with Echo where you can just say like, hey, do this thing and it'll totally do it. Um, so I imagine like if you are further off um, than I am, that it would probably actually be a pretty, pretty cool thing to kind of check out where you, you know, because you still want to hear the TV. Right. Like, yeah, hey, what's can... going on in the baseball game? I can't see it, but I want to know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sort of technology that you can check out. That's pretty cool. That seems cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, and yeah, and it's fun to have a little robot that lives in your apartment that talks to you. Except when she spontaneously plays music. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when you when you did not ask at any point. Right. Yeah. Occasionally she'll just randomly talk to you and you didn't mean it. And then your house is possessed. Yeah. She's taking, she's going to take over. Yeah. Dustin's uh, leaving <laughs> for a little while to, for work. And <laughs> I'm convinced that Alexa's going to end up in bed with me going, hello, Joy. Can you please move? <laughs> this is where I live now. <laughs> You, yes. have to, you, you have to sit on the shelf. <laughs> I, I'm taking control. I'm just going to call from Joy, like in the closet, like, help, I need you to come home. <laughs> Alexa's taking over. <laughs> she won't let me out. Um, which is hard because she has no way to move, except maybe she can roll. Yeah. Uh, well, she'll figure it out. She's smart. Yeah, she is. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you just uh, brought up um, that I'm going on a trip uh, tomorrow. Um, or by the time you hear this today or whenever in the past, uh, <laughs> I have taken a trip at some point in my life. <laughs> I've taken a trip. Uh, but chronologically, after this was recorded, uh, I'm going out to L.A. Uh, for a work thing again. And it's still very daunting. Like, I'm still freaked out every time I do it. And I've gotten to a point with work, uh, as I think I may have mentioned or not before, where uh, I basically said, I don't travel alone anymore. Like, I'm, if I'm going to go somewhere far away, uh, I, I kind of have to travel with somebody. The anxiety is a little bit too much. Um, in actuality, I'm traveling home by myself oh, I this didn't time. That. Yeah, I'm traveling out. Uh, but the way the timing worked out, it made more sense for me to travel. Your companion is staying longer? Yeah, okay. staying till the next day. So, uh, but the familiarity has grown to a point where, like, I really kind of know where I need to go and what I need to do. Because I go to both of these airports, like, ten times a year. This is your <laughs> usual trip that you... I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a usual flight that you take. Yes. Um, so it is consistent. a little astounding. And it's all, you know, because it's all in the, in the U.S. You don't have to deal with customs. You don't have to deal with a lot of other stuff. And because I do it enough, I have, like, the, you know... Uh, the status thing where it's, you're not waiting online with everybody else. You just go to like one person. I'm like, here, we'll do everything for you. And I got TSA pre-check, which totally do. You should totally do a pre-check if you can do it. It's the greatest. You don't have to take off your shoes or any of those things. Um, anyway, um, but one of the things that I always sort of struggle with when I'm, when I'm there is how much help I'm going to ask for if I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they'll, when I was in Europe, it was crazy. Uh, because in Europe, they don't care how much help you want. They're like, going to give it to you. Like, unless oh, you, right. yeah. when we were on our trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, they, they won't let you on the flight without, like, registering you as, as visually impaired. So, like, they make sure that people come over and ask you a bunch of questions. And, um, you know, like... I think they like assign people to you if the plane should ever go down or whatever kind of things um, so that they know that there's somebody to help. Um, That's cool. Yeah. But it also delayed 
it was one of those things that was like cool, but delayed me getting on planes a lot. Um, because they were like, oh, I have to fill out this thing before you get on. And then it was like, but I just want to get on, like, just fill it out. But let me get on the plane now. Before uh, everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, I would say maybe like one fifth of the times I travel, one sixth, um, I, uh, I find myself in a situation where they have like a wheelchair waiting for me when I get off the plane. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I do not need that. Yeah, because it always it feels like um, overkill for you because right. you your legs work. Yeah. But I always feel bad. And if you don't mind me tangenting just a tiny yeah. bit, like on trains when we're on the subway, people it's pretty awesome. A lot of people when I'm with you tend to offer you a seat, and I'm like, no, he's not broken. He's <laughs> he just can't see. <laughs> and but sometimes you are overwhelmed because, and it is due to your eyes and due to all the the work and stress that has to go through trying to navigate the streets of New York yeah. and all the people, especially right now in the holidays. But so you do sometimes take it, but all the times you don't. And when they, when you say no, they're like, what do you mean you don't want to sit? I'm offering right. a disabled guy a seat. And I was like, yeah, but it's not it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes you feel like you have to take it, right? And, yeah. And the weird thing is, and I, I don't recall if we've spoken about this before, but the weird thing is that the universal sign for disability is a dude in a wheelchair. Right. Um, so it makes everybody who's not in a wheelchair feel like they're cheating if they use <laughs> any of the disability things. Right. And especially on the subway, if you're in a wheelchair, you don't need the seat. <laughs> you true. have a seat <laughs> that is built for you. It's, uh, you it's have an, it with you already. Right. It's an area where maybe you could keep your seat, but you right. wouldn't like hop out of the, of the wheelchair and sit on the subway thing. Uh, so... Inherently, you always feel like, I, I shouldn't be doing this. They don't really mean me for it. Well, they mean anybody that needs it. Really, right. Um, for whatever reason. Yeah. So you kind of struggle with like, am I one of those people? Mm-hmm. Am I cheating? Am I taking it from other, other folks? And like, I've got enough for pregnant women. I've got enough for old people in that same seat. Right. You know, like, I think I have a pretty good, uh, a pretty good gauge of like where I am on the, uh, on the I need to sit down scale. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, um, I think I would get up if there was a person that made more sense. And nine times out of ten, I, I usually say no. But, yeah, there are times where I'm just like, yeah, yeah no, I'm totally sitting down there. Well, how do you feel about what they do for you on the planes? Not just what you're talking about in Europe, but also here. Do you do you feel like, sometimes do you feel guilty about that too? Um, no, they, they usually don't do much on the plane. Uh, other than the like, um, they oftentimes will like offer to bring over like a braille uh, security, th- or not security, like a braille Exit. emergency, yeah. yeah, thing. And it's like, no, I clearly got here on, you know, like <laughs> I'm wearing glasses, um, kind of thing. Well, uh, people don't understand that all the time, right? Uh, but no, I, I, I think what they end up doing when I'm getting on and off the plane is appropriate. I think it's the, uh, the wheelchair thing. And depending on uh, whether or not I get those little like golf cart trips from the oh, terminal right. kind of thing, which you always want, you're like, yeah. oh man, oh, well, like <laughs> that's have, the little kidney you though, not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not that's the little kidney. <laughs> One time I took it. Uh, most of the time, the vest, maybe twice ever, I've taken it. Um, most of the time, I'm like, well, I'm about to get on a seven hour flight. I'm just gonna walk because. Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting down for quite a while. <laughs> like, let me just do this. When did you take it? What was the situation? Um, 
one of the first times I traveled by myself uh, where I, I really felt overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and it was like a midday flight because one of the, I end up taking pretty extreme time flights. Uh, so they're either early in the morning or very late at night. Uh, so the airport is actually relatively empty. Uh, like once you get through security, there people are just so far spread out that it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Uh, but if you're there at like 11 o'clock in the afternoon, um, it can be kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, with people going in all different directions. So I'm much more inclined to ask for help in that type of situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but there's also like one thing that we discovered, uh, we were about, we were considering booking a cruise and uh, we use a travel agent, which people don't do anymore. Well, it's because we're doing it with your parents. Yeah, we're doing it with my parents and um, they want to do a travel agent, which I'm thinking maybe we do it with a travel agent yeah. for things in the future because seemingly the person was able to get good deals and I don't know how they get paid. I want to look into it. Mm-hmm. I think they may get paid from like the people that they book through i i don't know okay but regardless um well they the travel agent asked uh like is anybody on the uh trip disabled and my parents like well you know my son's visually impaired um and the room they were willing to give us uh was twice the size of the other rooms for the exact same price uh because they're they're considered the accessible rooms they're also like right by the elevators and stuff like that so you don't have to walk like nine miles down the hallway it's to give you room for the chair yeah uh, so my first thought was, well, I'm not in a wheelchair. I don't need that room. Uh, but like I happened to find a site that showed pictures of the room. Cause I think that like, cause there's a website that shows all the accessible rooms on cruises so that people can make sure they book the right room. Uh, and like my brain instantly lit up, not because the room was that big. Cause I saw the room and I was like, oh, okay, the room's bigger than, you know, whatever. Uh, and it was the bathroom. Uh, because the bathroom was a lot bigger. And I don't know if any of you out there have been on a cruise before. The bathrooms are incredibly tiny. Uh, smaller than the closet. Yes. <laughs> or about the same. Yeah. Um, they're incredibly small and very daunting. Uh, because you feel like you can't like move your arms because you'll hit into something. So every time I go into a bathroom, um, I'm hyper conscious of everything that I do. Well, everything is the same color too. So yeah. you don't know how close you are. You, you you can't tell as much how close you are to the walls, to the shower stall, to... Right. And it's mirror, all mirrored. Like every, yeah. Everything's mirrored. To so give like, the illusion that it's bigger. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. And so you think you have more room and then you're bashing your elbows everywhere. Right. Um, so when I saw that the bathroom was twice the size of a normal bathroom, like I, my brain instantly lit up and I was just like, yes, I, that's that thing. I want that thing. <laughs> um, so my first... Like, my gut when I saw it was like, no, no, that's that's immoral uh, to do. And then once I saw the bathroom, I was like, you know what? Like, no, it's not. Like, that's what they're there for, for people to take advantage of. And, and hey, if I, get on, uh, if I get on the boat and they say, like, hey, look, there are, you know, 10 accessible rooms and... 12 people with wheelchairs, can you give up your room and go to a, a different room? Yeah, of course I'll do it. But if there isn't, then yeah, why not? Like, why not make my life a little bit yeah. easier? But maybe we can put a note on there saying, listen, if, if a wheelchair, if someone that needs the wheelchair accessibility needs this room, let us know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like, it's sort of that, you know, we we have the, the moral dilemma or whatever, if you will, of... Uh, getting the uh handicap parking thing mm-hmm. you know and i think we 
at least I more so, I don't know about you, have more come over, come over to the thought of like, you know what, maybe it is time to get that. Um, you know, but there's always that thing of like, well, there are people who are like way worse off. And again, it's the picture of the wheelchair guy there that makes you think like, well, you're not in a wheelchair. Why do you need that? You can walk. And it's like, yeah, I can. Through a bunch of cars that I don't see coming in a dangerous situation, often at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll never be driving by yourself. But I'll never be driving by myself. But still, like, there's there's very legitimate reason why a person in my situation would benefit from using the handicap spot. So um, there's always that sense of like, well, I'm going to screw somebody else if I take it. Who needs it more? Um, and then I think about the fact that I don't think that I've ever seen in my entire life all of the handicap spots taken anywhere that I've ever been in the history of going places. Like there's always some available. So I'm negotiating against myself in some mm-hmm. ways, you know, okay. um, it's not like I'm depriving anybody else of that opportunity. Now the look on your face says too bad. You're not going to get one. No, I'm not saying it doesn't. Okay. You don't even have a car. So no, I know. No, I know. But you can get one for whatever car you're in. Like you can get something to hang on. Something that goes to the person, not the vehicle. Yes. Well, it's up to you. Yeah. But I can see like, I can see when I was explaining it that you, you have issue with it. You are reading into it a little bit because okay. I, I didn't have a look on my face and, or at least not as much as I may have had several years ago when we talked about this because we've talked about it before and I was very against it. But I, I hear what you're saying and it makes a lot of sense and it would make your life easier to not have to walk down a busy parking lot. Yeah. Especially, again, if we're talking about this time of year, everything is crazy. All the parking lots are crazy, the sidewalks are crazy, everything, because everybody's zooming around everywhere and it's getting darker earlier. I mean, we were out for a walk last night and it was, what, 4.15 and the sun was still. <laughs> <Yes. down. laughs> we're like, well, do we go to dinner now? Are we old people? But it's just, I mean, my point is, is that it's... Um, Things are starting to stack up against you more so in this time of year than any other time of year. Yeah. I, I remember specifically last year I went to Nassau Coliseum uh, where the Islanders used to play on Long Island. Uh, they've since moved to Brooklyn. You should check it out. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we got there kind of late and we're parking really far away. And there were like an infinite number of uh, handicap spots open there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Like, there were a bunch of times where the person I was with basically kind of had to, like, grab me and be like, hey, we're going over here now. Like, you know, we're doing this. And so he was definitely able to sort of keep me alive, but it was um, significantly more stressful than I think it needed to be, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and there was no good reason for me to put myself through it. Then get one. I might. I'm going to look into it. Okay. Uh, all right. So that was topic two. <laughs> I'm glad we're keeping track. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we didn't say how many there were at the top, so nobody knows right. when we're going to end. Um, <laughs> we have three topics. That was actually topic four. We're yeah. going out of order. Uh, yeah. Uh, the next thing is Thanksgiving, because since last we recorded, um, Thanksgiving happened. And uh, I thought we'd talk about that for a little bit, too. Um, this one was particularly uh, overwhelming for me. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I think there's, I don't think there's anybody out there who's listening to this that says like, Thanksgiving is the most relaxing time of the year. (laughs) You know, Uh, anytime you have to travel uh, to your family. With thousands, sorry, I can't even say it. Thousands of other people at the same time. Right. Like, it's the busiest time of the year. We went through like Penn Station, 
Um, and we went early specifically to try to avoid some of the crowds, and it did not feel like we avoided any of it. No. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we traveled with thousands of people in the busiest city, one of the busiest cities in the world on the busiest days in one of the busiest places. Yep. Um, and then went to go visit family, which, again, for everybody out there, I think they're all universally like, yeah, no, that could be stressful. Um, there's always a family member that thinks radically differently politically than you. And there's always somebody who's got something that they want to say and blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes you stir the pot before you even get there, sir. I do. I got, I started one. It happens. Um, maybe we'll hit that as subject five sure. or four or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, so. So why was this stressful? Um, this is stressful. I think perhaps because this year, um, the level of loudness and chaos that was happening, uh, it again, is one of those things where I, I've tried to explain to some people, and some people have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, and some people get it, is the louder the volume, the less I can see. Um, because my brain is so busy filtering the noise. Mm-hmm. It's sort of that thing that, like, again, half people don't know what I'm talking about, but, like, if you're parallel parking the car you're inclined to turn down the radio. like So you can concentrate. Yeah, so you can yeah. concentrate. Or like if you're doing... I'm, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, if you're in a busy... Like, it's that thing where, you know, if you're in a busy city street and all the kids in the back are talking or arguing or whatever, and the dad's like, everybody be quiet. I'm trying to do this thing. Um, because it's... Because you need to be able to focus. Right. Uh, and at nine degrees, like, you need to be able to focus... Nine degrees of peripheral vision. Yeah, peripheral vision. Uh you need to be able to focus all the time when you're doing things that require any level of seeing what you're doing or who you're talking to or anything like that. So um, I found this one uniquely uh, stressful for that reason. I sort of, normally I'll kind of put myself in the middle of it to some degree. Uh, and I spent, I think, the entire, at least pre-dinner time sort of hovering, or hovering around the extremes. Uh the edge of the room? Yeah. Um, just sort of kind of pay, trying to pay attention to conversations that people were having, but really uh, just observing because the chaos of the whole thing made it rough. Well, there were more people there than normal, and there were two dogs as well who don't normally live in, in the house that we were in. Yeah. So they were going a little crazy. <laughs> they were adorable, but they were also dark and moved fast and without warning. Yes, and wanted you to pet them and didn't like... Didn't wait for you to be like, hey, come over. They were like, oh, no, you're petting me now. Right. I'm coming over and you're petting me. Yeah. Oh, you're already petting the other dog? Too bad. My head's underneath your hand now. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, were very cute, but I could see where that um, added to some of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what I should do going forward for those types of things because that's what, that's, that's what those are going to be like, you know? But what if you plant yourself instead of... Because you were moving around. You were trying. I, you actually, I honestly have to say you hit it better than you normally do. Mm-hmm. Normally I can see the frustration and panic and whatever else on your face more so in those situations than mm. I did this time. So however you were dealing with it, you weren't showing it as much. Okay. But maybe in this case or in those cases, you can say, this is where I'm sitting. And if you want to talk to me, you come over and talk to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. And I'll check on you and make sure you have whatever you need. Kind of like when we host parties here. <laughs> you yes. sit in one spot <laughs> and you just let everybody revolve around you. That's true. Maybe I should do that. It seems like it might be safer and less stressful for you. Then you, you got to get into weird conversations that you're not sure you want to get into. Well, I was just going to say you might get stuck next to the person you don't want to get stuck yeah. to next to. And 
then you have that conversation. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's something to think about. I mean, I'm going to be with you at all of these types of things, most yeah. likely. So unless you bring your other wife, I don't know. I don't have one. Are you sure? I'm positive. This is why you travel so much. <laughs> yeah. She, we co-host the uh, Going Blind is Pretty Bad Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And it gets better reviews. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Neither of them get any reviews. Uh, so Good. please well, at least that's review the podcast online <laughs> on iTunes. Um, uh, well, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we did get into a bunch of political conversations and I won't, uh, I won't get into any of those now. No, I don't think that's necessary. Um, I'm sure everybody's got their own. Of course. Political views. I will just say this. Oh no. Dustin. I can buy a gun. I see. I see. See what you mean. I didn't mean that as a point. Yeah. yeah. I should not be able to buy a gun. Hmm. Well, that's up for debate. Right. I, I get it. I'm it is just, up for debate. But I'm saying as a person who... Cannot drive. Who cannot drive. Uh, who needs a flashlight and a stick at night. Um, I should not be able to willy-nilly shoot at stuff. Well. But everybody's allowed... Their own opinions on that. Absolutely. And I'm just making, I, I, I just feel as though um, that's too much. I see. Freedom. I see what you're saying. Um, okay. Anyways. Uh, back to the now, whole thing. So yeah, the now that I've lost everybody. The, I, I don't know about you sometimes. So one of the things that came up too are turning all the lights on. Yeah. Because some, you know, everybody likes to light their home in a mood lighting and how they like it. And not a lot of people like bright overhead lighting. Yeah. You do. Yeah. And um, that was one thing that came up is your mom was trying to turn on lights and your dad was like why are you turning on all the lights and yeah. your mom was like so dustin can see <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh okay so i think we it's another thing to keep in mind and i think that would help too is if in those situations you just sort of say everybody to everybody ahead of time like hey is it cool if we uh we don't eat by candlelight tonight yeah <laughs> can we just keep all the lights on so i can not kill right. myself? And, and like my dad totally like sort of realized like oh yeah no that's totally true uh but i think if you had seen like a uh um like a um, time lapse of the house over like one of the days mm. you would see me wander from room to room turning on lights and then him like <laughs> coming through and turning them all off <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, my parents do that too because we i mean that's how we were all raised is to turn off the lights because you don't want to waste electricity and whatever and, yeah and so you automatically turn it off and when i turn it back on i remember my mom going why are you turning that light on it's like so dustin can get to the bathroom <laughs> oh all right well he's not out there now he's like no but he's going to need to and the light switch is on the other side of the room right so there's no you, way to get there. Yeah. So you yeah. just, you don't think about it because yeah. it's not something, but it, yeah, it was kind of funny. Right. But if everybody got an Amazon Echo and I could just yes. say, Alexa, turn on the light in the kitchen. Boom. Yeah. So. We'll just have to get that for Christmas for everybody next year. Yeah. For everybody, for all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no, we can't do that. So don't expect that. But yeah. I mean, I'm our parents. We can. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Uh, well, I think that's it for for this week. Was that topic three? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. fast. Okay. If I have, if we haven't lost everybody on my political statements, mm. which we probably have, probably. Uh, then uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.